Another edition of Hashtag Heal. I am your bafflingly, brilliantly host. I am Joe Convoy, along here with my co-host, Randy. What's up, Randy? Not much, man. Ready to get this show started. All right. And we have got a pretty awesome treat for you guys uh, here tonight. We have Mr. Matthew Gregg, a.k.a. the Botchamania guy. Greetings. It's 1.30 a.m. Yeah, so you must be... uh, must be quite tired. Yes, I have a big mug of Yorkshire tea, but apart from that, the name Randy is amusing because I am British. And Randy does not mean a name where I come from. No, it does not. I am so it must very be, aware of that. It's uh, kind of like the word car in Albania. I'm not even going to ask. You don't want to. The people who have seen Top Gear will find that hilarious. But, uh, well, let's, uh, let's get started. So, uh, Matthew, uh, how did Botchamania and all get started and everything? This is such a brilliant question I've asked every single interview I do. And the answer is so lame. You think by now I would have invented a much superior, much more interesting story involving bears or something. But no. Um, I was watching some similar themed videos on YouTube in 2007 when Everybody did first discovered YouTube on a big scale, and there were some compilations. So the first two were all right, well done. They had lots of famous moments, blah blah blah. You know, Brian Pillman getting power bombed twice by Sid, and all this. And but then someone did a third volume, and it was the shit, basically. And me, being the person I am, went, oh, I could do a better video editing thing than that. And I don't even own anything that can do it. So, went and bought some, did it, and the three people who watched it liked it. And so I carried on. Um, but, yeah, to prove a point here, Botchmania wasn't like this huge thing immediately. I mean, not to call it a huge thing anyway, but you know what I mean. But it wasn't like I made a video, whoosh, 10 million views, yay. It's not like a social media thing today where a, a band or whatever can put a music video on YouTube and, you know, 85 million hits, well, ha, ha, ha. It was like YouTube was browsed by college kids trying to do work and being distracted and insomniacs at that point. So, yep, it's taken from 2005 until today to get to the point where I'm at. Thank you very much. Okay, that, I think that's a little more interesting than you let on, but... Uh, but it's boring to me. Eh, well, you've probably said it 50 million times by now. Yeah, I've said, it, you, I've said it, that many million... That many times, I didn't even realize I just said it then. Yeah, that was you're actually your 50 millionth time. I've been counting. I've been secretly monitoring all of your communications. He does. Hey, you know I gotta have my pul- you know finger on the pulse of the wrestling community. You're part of that, Matthew. The internet wrestling community doesn't have a pulse. It's fucking dead. Come on, we still have great 
brilliant individuals like Damien Sandow out there, saving wrestling for the common man. Yawn. He's just a common man. Don't you yawn, Randy, all right, at Damien Sandow. He's a beacon of enlightenment. Oh, I will yawn at him all I want. You know what, I'm so gonna... boring. We'll have to settle this later, but uh, I think we need to back, back up because probably a few people are asking right now, you know, like the three of them who are listening to this who haven't heard of Botchamania are probably wondering what Botchamania is. Botchamania is whatever that is. Ah, Tegum. Botchamania is whatever's on my hard drive set to video game music. Yeah. Generally, just some of the worst examples of pro wrestling. <laughs> true, true. Making bad stuff look good. Yeah. Like a PR agent. Spin Doctor. There you go. Spin Doctor Death Steve Williams, there. <laughs> that sounds like a good Botchamania episode title. That sounds like a great finishing move. Yeah. Call insulin's time to ring up Chikara. Hey, guys. Ring of Chikara. Come on. You spo- well, They sponsor you, you know. I'm sure you got their number on speed dial. Should be like, hey, Mike Quackenbush. What up? It's Matthew. What's mm. a Quackenbush? A really awesome wrestler. That's what a Quackenbush is. I'm very glad that I'm watching CCW as I do this. <laughs> Get through the gaps. And I'm watching the Tournament of Death Finals of 2008, and the referee has just puked. That's awesome. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Oh, CZW. But, uh, well, I guess, you know, you know, you like CZW, so who's basically some of your more favorite indie wrestlers right now? In CZW, I'd say Drake Younger, because basically he's a, he can put a match together a lot better than a lot of people nowadays, in my opinion, um, that I can like. I'm not saying like, I don't know anything about wrestling. I just know what I like. Um, and seems to be the nicest guy on the planet. Uh, da, 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 da. Who else? Danny Havoc, because he's funny, and comes out to Duran Duran. Elsewhere, in Chikara, are like half the half the roster. I don't have any favorites. Um, in Ring of Honor, I'm going to say Kevin Steen, because that's the default question. Ah, default question. <laughs> default answer. Again, it's 1.30 a.m. It's even more 1.30 a.m. than the last time I pointed out the time. Uh, so I'm tired. I don't apologize for anything at this point. Um, the botches are ironic, ladies and gentlemen. That's indie guys. I try not to have favorites because it's, um, you know, I, I subscribe to the wrestling circus theory. You know, you watch a show and, you know, you want the, the, the acrobats, the strong men, the fire breathers, whatever. So there's some guys I like in some moods and there's some guys I like in different moods. The rest of us are mood rings, apparently. But in the big leagues, I'd say my favorite in TNA's Bobby Roode, because he delivers in all aspects. You know, great talker, great wrestler, great presence. Looks like a big deal, acts like a big deal. Yeah, probably the best thing in TNA today. And in WWE, I'm going to have to go with Ziggler. I don't care if he loses every match. Oh, yeah. I mean, Ziggler... Dude, Ziggler's amazing. He's so awesome, he inspired our podcast name. Yeah, I'm not so much of a fan of the hashtag heel thing. Um, from his perspective, I mean, I'm not insulting your lovely, lovely professional podcast. Um, oh, we appreciate it. <laughs> good preface there. But it's just weird, slightly, I don't know, frustrating. I wouldn't say frustrating, not like a huge annoyance to me, but it's just, I don't know, is it necessary to have a wrestler? Have a hash, like, hey, look, inside a term t shirt. 
But hey, if it sells the t-shirts and inspires people to do stuff like this, then, well, maybe they're right. You know, it's... I think it was going on... Imagine the CCW version. Imagine the CCW version of that. Some guy comes out with hashtag, lol, I'm gonna blade. (laughs) Hashtag blatant blading. Yeah. I think that would would actually be more of a Ric Flair t-shirt, I think. More blades than Wesley Snipes' filmography. Oh! But, uh... I guess, well then, who would be your more, I guess, who, who's, who do you think is overrated right now? Like, who just needs to go away? Well, sure, that doesn't mean overrated. Um, that's not how I would define overrated, but I get your point. Um, yeah, just like, who, see, who's, it's hard, who needs it's to be, I guess, get taken down a peg or two? It's hard to answer that, because my theory of wrestling is, watch the good bits and either skip or laugh at the bad bits. So anybody I don't like, I can fast forward... So, you know, I'd love to say Cena, but that's a cliche. Um, no, fuck it, Cena. Yeah, I guess someone you just considered, yeah, boring. There's nothing for me. I think two yeah. girls, one cup did more for me than Cena ever has. Yeah, Cena, he's, he's not... Bus his little heart, he tries. <laughs> he just doesn't succeed. Yeah, yeah, that's WWE at the minute. It's the people that aren't that entertaining on top, doing stuff that isn't very entertaining. So, but instead, I'm not going to go on huge rants and tirades and film myself for three hours going, oh, Ross sucks. I'll just either skip it or watch the bits I like. Like, you know, for every John Cena promo, um, for every Johnny A segment, there's a Daniel Bryan or CM Punk segment. So, yeah. cheer up. So basically, you're not going to be a spoonie with it. <laughs> I would never be a spoonie. If I turn to a spoonie, you have my permission to shoot me. I'm going to hold you to that. You don't know where I live, but anyway. Randy, have you uh, have you watched much uh, Watchmania at all? A few here and there. Yeah, we have been uh, we have begun to feature them on our uh, tw- on our uh, Facebook page and our Twitter. Just you know, help spread the Botchmania love there for you. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. It's basically because of fans spreading it like fine butter that Botchmania has been able to spread uh, to everybody. That's not, not, not because of me. You know, I hate um, publicizing myself to a certain extent because it's my opinion. Well, you know, if you're having to tell people, hey, look at this, it's it's like, oh, I know it's the shit. I don't know if that's just because lots of people show me stuff and it's bad. But, um, you know, it's nice that other people have been saying, hey, look, I like this thing. I like this thing enough to show other people. It's like, yes, thank you. I'm useless at that. I was going with a point there, but I think it just jumped off. Yeah, carry on. I think I was going to make a joke about Randy Pence is here. He isn't just a sock puppet that Joe Convoy using. No, he's uh, Randy is very Randy is a real boy. At least uh, last time we wished upon a star. At least last time last time I checked, I was. Randy Pence looks like Gino from Super Mario RPG. Oh, now now I we we have an artist buddy. I now I've got to get him to draw that. It's going to happen now, Randy. Yeah, that reference actually. That. Yeah, that reference actually just went completely over my head. Well, that's easy because you're very small. And wooden. Yeah, that's um. You know, you use a lot of gaming music in Botchmania. I've noticed. So. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, just you know, a wee bit. Not very often. Nah. Do you, is there? Uh, do you generally prefer like the sixteen-bit stuff or the eight-bit stuff or the remixes? All of them. Well, not all of them, because there's some bad ones, but um, do you mean in terms of sound chips or just... 
Same musical. Well, yeah, like, do you prefer, like, 16-bit soundtracks to 8-bit soundtracks? Nah, it all depends on uh, the game or the soundtrack. As I said, there's lots of good NES soundtracks. There's a lot of bad NES soundtracks. And ditto for the Mega Drive. Or Genesis here in America. And I was waiting for that. Yes. I swear, I'm, for the next next January, I'm going to have to, like, get a room full of people to go, it's the fifth anniversary of the TNA Genesis joke! Yay! And we'll have, like, party poppers. <laughs> like a, like Rip Taylor telling a joke. Just because it's, it's one of my favourite things, and it's like, people say, people didn't used to get the, the running jokes and things, and used to just see it as me being lazy, not coming up with something else, but people like ongoing jokes. Oh, memes, yeah. As long as they're amusing, so it's... I mean, people say, you did that TNA Genesis joke last year, I'm like, yeah. It was funny then, too. It's funny but every time. Not. Yes. Yeah, you do a lot of the uh, running jokes. You got uh, the Japanese table is always a good one. The Japanese table, Zandig Jesus, Conan Lever. That uh, has become almost synonymous, I think, with CZW. See, it, uh, try and look at the videos for a while as some sort of puzzle, because it was CZW always gets people shitting on it which just makes you want to use it more. Um, sounds like a sadomasochistic relationship there with the fans. But uh, because they would say stuff like, it isn't wrestling, boo. And I'm like, what do you mean? It is wrestling. Like, I don't understand this concept. It isn't wrestling. I consider, you know, WWE wrestling to be as legitimate as CCW wrestling. It was great to see just people just like almost shut their eyes and ears and just go, no, it's not wrestling. I don't care if Sanjay Dutt used to wrestle there and whatever. Um, he so I just better. use it in bits. Yes. God, that means he hasn't been used in ages because he hasn't been doing much. Um, but yeah, somebody took, uh, sent me a thank you message once for that, which I, I appreciated. Um, also, speaking of running jokes, we haven't seen a. I don't think we've seen a Mongo segment in a while. Have you? Have you run out of uh, Mongo clips there? See, there was a plan I was going to do, and I'm still in hiatus. It was going to be have a. Um, I found one more match with Mongo botching, and it was with uh, Stevie Ray. And Stevie Ray is not, you know, a stranger to botches himself. So I was going to start off another segment being like United United States of Stevie Richards and have the USSR music playing, and build it up like a Botchmania 250 to have Stevie Ray versus Mongo, you know, build it up Goldberg Brock Lesnar style, and have the last Mongo botch there, and then do Mongo Mania. Because the guy only wrestled for like two or three years. Yeah, yeah, he did, did not wrestle for very long. Um, actually, a buddy of mine, uh, I don't know if you're familiar at all. Do you remember Joe Gomez? Yeah, I do. Yeah, uh, he lives here local. I've uh, you know, hung out with him a few times, talked with him a few times. But yeah, mm. he uh, he did not look too very fondly upon his uh, interactions with Mongo. <laughs> No wonder. I remember the, the pay-per-view match he had. Yeah, uh, it was a Bash at the Beach 96, I think. That's right, that's right. Yeah. I, I you, you remember the set. VHS. Yeah, you think, well, what event was that? You remember, like, you know, there was the, the sand and the lifeguard stuff. You go, oh, Bash at the Beach. Yeah, because I believe that is also the same event where Dusty freaks out about the rubber shark. <laughs> Such a good event. Uh, there's something I miss. Uh, haven't had too much insane, dusty commentary either. Yeah, you think there'd be 
I just need to sit down and just watch any event he commentated on and find something. But it's just keeping up to date with, you know, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, the new main event show the debuting, Impact, Rinker King. It's like, uh, I never think, you know what I need to watch? Dusty Rhodes. I'm going to write that down now. Dusty Rhodes. Need to watch Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, I tell you what, you gotta watch that Dusty Rhodes, cause he's the American Dream, baby. He is the oh, whitest, he, he is the blackest white man alive. Yeah. So good. I mean, just watched the other day, someone posted, um, the build up to War Games 1994. It was like Dustin Rhodes feuding with Arn Anderson, so he got a team and blah, blah, blah. And then he asked, um, his, uh, basically, Dusty Rhodes came out the ring and then cleared the ring and it was just like, you know, if you was a wrestler, I just need... I can't do the impression. If you was a wrestler, baby, I would want a handshake and a guarantee, blah, blah, blah. But you're my son. I just need a kiss and a hug from you, boy. And as they hug in the rain, the crowd goes fucking nuclear. So good. When I grow up, I want to be Dusty Rhodes. I, I think we all did at one point. What about you, Randy? Do you ever want to be Dusty Rhodes? Can't say that I have. Does Randy watch wrestling? Of course Randy watches wrestling. Never really saw a lot of Dusty. I've only been watching wrestling for about 12 years now. You've never seen Dusty? Not a lot of his stuff. Uh, ain't no strings on you. Yeah, a lot of, um... Dust... Well, uh, you, he's his most of his experience with Dusty, I think, has been more recently with FCW, right? Watching their show. Yeah, that and, uh... Whenever he randomly shows up on Raw. But, uh... I guess, uh, let's see, did you have, uh, Slammiversary on, uh, your last Botchamania there, Matthew? Nope. Still got that for the next one, which will have WWE Over the Limit. That's right, yeah. I nearly forgot the name of the paper. No, it wasn't Over the Limit. I'm talking uh, No Way shit. Out. It was No Way Out, yeah. Oh, No um, Way Out was because, fun. Basically because after WWE pay-per-views, it's... You know, might as well wait a few weeks because anything up to a week or a week and a bit, they'll take it down automatically. If you wait a while, then do it. Some YouTube will, you know, the weird random, sometimes it'll work, sometimes it won't work policy of YouTube. Sometimes they'll let you have it up. No point making something that's going to be seen by people on Daily Motion, you know? Hideous website. Hideous. I hear a little audio catch. Can you guys still hear me? I'm still here, sadly, yes. Okay. <laughs> Accidentally tugged on my cord. <laughs> Hey, hey, what are you doing in your own time, Joe? Come on. This is a family show. Meanwhile, Matthew watching CZW, uh, player Uno of Super Smash Brothers, has started playing Alex Cologne at Mortal Kombat 3 on the side of the arena. Again. God bless CZW. <laughs> oh, wow. That, that actually sounds almost Chikara-ish. <laughs> yeah, there's... Chikara is one of these things that can be integrated in any other independent wrestling event because it'll always be it's not always something people think about it's like have a, have a silly comedy match because it doesn't always work but Chikara, everybody involved in Chikara seems to be able to do it without thinking now and it's so good because you, you know, you've got a show full of guys who are like I'm so fucking tough uh, I'll fuck your mother I'll fuck your father I'll go to your house and fuck your dog and then you have Chikara now it's got a good reaction now um did you? You said I don't know if you said you've seen Raw yet from last week. Have nope. you? 
No? Okay, so you haven't seen crazy homeless man Sid. I know Sid Vicious appeared. I'm happy about that, but... Uh, he looked like a disheveled homeless man. Randy, you saw it, right? Yeah. Oh, damn it, man. We all get old eventually. Especially well, David Bowie. Well, he looks... Uh, well, now he actually looks like a psychotic homeless man, so he really does now live up to the name Psycho Sid. Well, there you go. More money. And uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, if you haven't seen it yet, Vader actually looked really well. Oh, you fuck yeah, I saw that. Love me some Vader. Uh, I hope this means that we're going to have Masters of the Powerbomb versus, I don't know, the Usos on the next pay-per-view. Not the Usos. The Usos get crapped on so much. Um, who would you have them wrestle? I would have them probably wrestle, I don't know, uh, McGillicuddy and... Curtis, I don't know, just two big jobbers. Yeah, that'd work. God, I'd pop. I'd buy three pay-per-views. I'd buy the same pay-per-view three times. That would be awesome. Uh, Randy, you were there when you uh, heard me uh, just completely go ape shit when I heard when I saw uh, Vader. That you did. You might need to tell Randy who Vader and Sid are. <laughs> No, I th- Randy knew who Vader, Vader was, right? Vader was the one in the mask. <laughs> I don't imagine it. He, he invented the Jack Swagger bomb. You mean the Biff Tannen bomb? <sighs> Poor Jack Swagger. I'm so old, I remember when Jack Swagger was good. Jack Swagger was good? Oh, shit, yeah. During the whole um, WWE, CW thing, yeah, he was great. Like, wow, I love this guy. Eh, I now, never, ever, I don't think I ever cared for Jack Swagger. Oh, you lie, but all right. It's like, I don't know, I've always just seen him as like, Jack Swagger, we really, really want you to be Kurt Angle. But he, I guess he could be, but they just don't want him to be. It's a shame. You know, get a guy who can do great amateur wrestling and have him not be an amateur wrestler character. WWE. But yeah, during that brief, maybe two-week period when he was champion and entertaining, you know, he had his crown, he invented the swaggy. Uh, God, it sounds like, it feels like ten years ago when he was world champion, honestly. Yeah, it was, it was mostly a forgotten run, unfortunately. Yeah. Not forgotten enough. Yeah. Well... Yeah, just not forgotten enough for Michael Cole to bring it up every now and then. It's even sadder. They go, wow, that guy's a former world champion. You just look at him like, fuck. <laughs> it just makes him sound worse, knowing that he was world champion very, very briefly. It's like, huh. That and we don't have... Uh, that and they've pretty much treated the world heavyweight title as just the redheaded stepchild. Not the tag team champions, because the tag team... Because... Cha- the tag team ch- titles have been treated like the crazy kid in the ba- in the attic that they feed fish heads to. They just don't even like to acknowledge it exists. Uh, crazy metaphors everywhere. But, uh, let's see. But yeah, swagger. Next question. Yes, next question. Uh, Randy, you got anything you want to ask uh, Matthew? You've been kind of silent, I apologize. <laughs> I've been kind of hogging the... Uh, the question asking. Joe, I think you should check his pulse. It's okay. I 
really can't come up with a question. I, I'm, I actually didn't have a lot of time to prepare for the episode today. Professionalism. Yes. Professionalism. Yes. Hashtag heal. We're professional. Sometimes. But, uh... Well, actually, uh, Sp- uh Spoonie was brought up earlier. Yeah, speaking of professionalism... Yes. Spe- the the beacon of <laughs> professionalism that is uh, Noah the Spoonie one Antweiler. Um, now, I, I've, there's been some confusion, I guess, out there, at least as to people I've talked to, as to whether or not you two are actually friends. Like, is it a... You know, is it more of like a fun rivalry, I guess, and to put it in wrestling terms, is it a work or a shoot? Sorry, I sneezed. Um, well, let me try and word this in a way that's both interesting and correct, and also nice. Um, let me think here. I've only met Spoonie once in real life, and it was for a panel at MAGFest that I was told the day I was setting off to America that I was going to be involved in. So for a while, I thought Spoonie was going to double-cross me. I told some people that if he was going to just, you know, pull a swerve or do whatever to me, then um, I was going to, you know, I had as a a backup, um, have a a boom mic, not a boom mic, a boom box, and have natural born killers um, busting out. And I'd wear one of those camo outfits and just blade and do a balcony dive onto Spoonie. Um, That was a reference to New Jack, by the way, Randy. but he was fine with me. Um, his panel was a bit silly because 90% of the people there were there to see Spoonie. Um, so I let him talk. You know, I talked and said something about wrestling and those like mild, oh, okay, cool. And then Spoonie would get some facts wrong and blurt out stuff and the crowd would be like, yay, funny wrestling. But it was great for me because the few people who came along to see what I looked like and were surprised that I wasn't black, um, like took notice and came and saw me do my panel the next night and some of those people, you know, like, wow, you know, you really know your stuff and you're pretty, you know, you could talk a bit louder. All the videos of me at MAGFest are just like, mumble, 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 quiet, quiet. Everyone being too polite to say, you know, can you speak louder, you fuck. Um, you know, have resulted in me being, uh, appearing at other conventions, festivals and being interviewed for other places. So, uh, it was good for me. But with regards to Spoonie, um, I don't like his work. Um, I'm not a fan of these people who sit and talk in front of videos and webcams and talk about stuff. Basically, um, because I grew up watching Mystery Science Theater 3000, why would I want to see that chicken shit when I've already had chicken soup? Um, but I've never had any reason to go, you know, screw you, Spoonie, blah, 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 because he's always been polite to me up, and, you know, up until we had the minor feud a few years ago, but that was just because of him. I wasn't used to someone saying, oh, no, no, I didn't mean that thing that I said online. I was acting like a heel. Like, I'd have like, I'm like, what? What do you mean? Yeah. Like, it was the ultimate, like, you know, when you mess, you mess up and people go, oh, I didn't mess up. I was trolling you, lol. You know, it's a great thing to say, no, no, no. I was, I was, I was healing it up, lol. I'm like, okay, that's fucking stupid. Um, it's like a little advanced warning would have been nice, you know? Yeah, uh, now this thing is just a great undo button. You know, ah, ha, ha, I kid you, ha, ha, ha. But whatever. Um, personally, he's done nothing wrong to me other than negative of himself, and I've laughed at when he's made a tit of himself. Um, we're not great friends. We're not enemies, per se, because he's done nothing to affect. I can't start initiate feuds because he's done nothing 
it would be pathetic for me to say, yeah, fuck, Spoonie, whatever. Um, I don't like his work, and, you know, people, as I've said before, with wrestling, if I don't like his work, I won't fucking watch it. Um, but with regards to his little breakdown on Twitter, I thought it was hilarious. Um, because I spent a lot of time, not a lot of time, I mean, she used common sense to go, all right, I'm represented online. I have a fan base. If I was to go insult the fuck out of them, I would expect the fan base to treat me like shit and go, all right, thanks, man. Cool. Thanks. We don't, you know, you don't appear online much, but, you know, thank you for saying that anyway. I'll think less of you now. I won't give you any money next time you ask for some. Great. So it's good to see, you know, the little PR work that I know, which again is just common sense. If a fan, fan asks to be on your podcast, you appear like this. If someone gives you something, you thank them and use them. If you, someone gives you something, you credit it. You credit them, say, hey, they did this. I mean, I'd love to take credit for this, but it's not me. Um, you know, I try to do, you know, basically be a good person. Be a nice Samaritan, Christian, Buddhist, whatever the fuck. Um, and it's, it's great. It's almost uh, appealing and saying that I'm doing the right things when I see someone like Spoonie, who has sorry, 50 million more fans than me that actually care about him. You know, I have lots of fans, but no one gives a shit about me. And I'm fine with that, by the way. That's a very good thing. You shouldn't care about me. I could be a dog in a dress, and you wouldn't care. You know, you just want to watch the videos, and I'm happy about that. You know, that's how it should be, in my opinion. With Spoonie's videos, you do have to know if you like the guy or not. You do have to, because, you know, I don't know anything about him, but I know about his fucking drama with his ex-lass and his dog called Oreo and Sean Fowles and all this shit. And I'll go, all right, I don't like the guy. I don't want to see him talking, uh, ever. I don't want to hear him, I want to hear him breathe. Um, so it's nice to see the PR work that I'm doing, <laughs> to an extent, PR work, um, you know, damage control, whatever, work really well. You know, there's, I'm trying to think of a time when I've offended or made a tit of myself or I probably have done, but I've always apologized afterwards and been actually, yeah, I got that wrong. Um, if you would like to correct me on that, said, yeah, Matthew, you did make a tit of yourself this one time and it was horrible and everyone hated for you and everyone stopped watching Botchumania for a year until you got over it. Um, nope, nothing. All right, cool. It's pretty, never happened then. So, yeah. Spoonie, he's not quite a friend, he's not quite an enemy, but God, it's funny when he self-destructs. Yeah. I think we were all kind of following that. Randy, I think you were following it as well, right? Uh, on and off. What's even weirder is seeing that the, the, the literally hundreds of people um, then, I wouldn't say defending, defending, that's not a word, um, monitoring his actions. I'm going, well, you can tell by this post, he obviously has psychological issues and blah, 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 and all this, because, you know, everyone's Freud nowadays. Um, which is hilarious because he's this personality. You know, he wants to be, he wants to do his videos to be famous rather than to in- entertain. And that's when you get situations like this. That's hilarious because then it's like everything he's tried to achieve, not, not entertainment, like self-satisfaction. Self, you know, his ego needs watering twice a day or it flops. Um, now all this. And then he does this. It's all gone. All gone in 24 hours. Wonderful, majestic. It's like watching a great piece of artwork burn slowly. That was beautiful, wasn't it? Fuck, I'm trying too hard on this show. But yeah, anyway, I've ranted too often. Because um, I'd love to say fuck Spoonie. And as many, um, I did appear on Lord Cat's stream uh, on the day it happened and just said, look, I've got nothing really to say, but I'm really enjoying this. <laughs> I said, my dick is hard a few times. And then said, what's, what I say? 
Oh, that was it. You know, what a, what does Spoonie think a, diet, a balanced diet is? Oh, no. A cheeseburger in both hands, and then left. So, yeah. Fat people jokes. Obviously, the height of humour. <laughs> so, yeah. That didn't answer anything, did it? But I ranted for a bit. No, actually, that cleared the air quite a bit. I know there had been you know, some stuff, and it's basically, yeah, you're not, you know, you don't hate the guy, but you're also not a fan. Yeah. He's too pathetic to hate, because he has these psychological breakdowns. It's like, you know, the Joker wouldn't be a fearsome villain for Batman if every time Batman beat him, he started crying. You think, oh, no, then I can't he'd just be him, uh, then he'd just be Christian from the late night from the early two thousands. That was a good reference. That's thank you. That's it. He's Christian two thousand and two. <laughs> so would that make you DDP? Oh yeah, that's it. I'm older than him. I'm in better shape. <laughs> I was do you in the Devil's Reject. Um, I do stretchings. I don't do yoga. Mom, I was raised by a hippie mum, so yoga is one of the few things I don't do. Um, it's great. Yeah, fuck, I am DDP. No, I have bad teeth, because I'm, I'm British. I can't be DDP. You're the British DDP. We'll, we'll accept that. Uh, I'm trying to think of a pun now. DDP. BLT. Yeah, that was a, uh, well, that was a two-in-the-morning pun there. <laughs> Went down like a fart in a church. Ugh. But, it's great uh, doing a podcast with two people, one of which is alive, the one of which isn't. Oh, right, you know, like I said... This was sprung on Randy a little bit, you know, just earlier today. So I forgive him. We just, we just, you know, we like him. I like having we? him here. He's he's the co-host. You know, wouldn't huh. feel right with wouldn't feel right without him here. But uh, let's see. Should I think if I can figure out any, you know, because you, I mean, you, you know, you've been a ter- terrific guest though. You've answered most of my questions in a very satisfactory and honest and honest manner. I'm just getting warmed up. I can talk for longer. Or if you want rid of me, it's cool. Uh, just like, oh, um, no, just wondering, uh, was there, uh, my favorite game, or probably my favorite game of all time has been, uh, Final Fantasy VI for the Super Nintendo. Ooh. Have you ever used any, uh, six music? I can't remember. Just for yeah. the life of me. Famously, uh, I made a tit of myself one time and decided that Dancing Mad would be a really, really good song to use for watching me. <laughs> and uh, no, it, it it really doesn't. If you just use the um, original sound version, it's it's not it's, it's it's a weird, complicated mess of a song. That is, it, I like it, but it's in terms of working to music. Working to videos? Uh, no, Lord, no. And I'd been away for a week on holiday, so people were eagerly anticipating this Pochumania. So I released it, thinking this would be the best idea ever. And I've already used the fart in a church. It went down like a queef in church. Um, <laughs> it, it oh, some miserable, miserable comments there. Um, so I redid it the same day and put some better music on it. Uh, Good times. Yeah, Final Fantasy VI isn't a game I've played um, all the way through. Oh, uh, you feel the, ashamed of yourself, young man. I borrowed the PlayStation 1 uh, re-release of a friend, and, and I think I still have it. Oh, I really have no excuse. So, um, Even if not, but yeah, it's called Amazing music. Amazing music. Um, just 
an absolutely earthquaking orgasm of the soundtrack. It's staggering how many, how much good song is in it. So I agree with that, yes. But dancing, so I picked all these songs, these 30, 30, yeah, fucking uh, 90 odd songs that are in the game, and I picked Dancing Mad. <laughs> awesome. I'm trying to think, uh, do you have a particular, any, I know you said you usually don't have favorite things, but any uh, particular game track that stands out as a favorite for yours? Fuck. I have to pick one? You don't have to pick one. I mean, we're all about... This is very relaxed, very, you know, kind of laid back. Whatever, you know. Okay. Robocop 3, title theme. That's a good Uh, one. Also, most of The Last Ninja 2 for Commodore 64, uh, which is a staggering piece of work. Um, Favorite fucking song? Ah... It's driving me mental, because I'm trying to think what was the song I've most listened to on my iPod. Um, but it's broken in the minute, so I couldn't tell you. I could just easily look on it and go, yeah, it's that one. Why? Because it's been most looked at. Road Rash 1 title theme. Because <laughs> uh, that's good walking music. Well, certainly probably wouldn't be good motorcycle music. It might jinx you. That's a very good point. Um, and Metropolis Zone from Sonic 2. Fuck it, I'll have to do. Ooh, that's a good one. Any uh, particular one you've had, like you haven't used in a Botchamania yet, that you really want to get in there? You've just been waiting for the right opportunity. Oh, that's a good question. Um, the MC Hammer Flying Battery Zone mashup. I don't think I've heard that one. I would recommend you YouTube it. Um, let's have a look on my list. Yeah, because sometimes a song just doesn't really go with. You know, I'll have. I've got a big list of songs on my tune, my playlist, Extravaganza. That is currently, let me have a look, 697 songs long um, for songs that I think work. But sometimes it will work with some situations. Sometimes it will, it will work if it's action-packed music, you know, fast-paced. Some will require slow music. Some will require dopey music. So I've messed it up many times. It's, it's a fine art that I'm always still learning. There's so many old botchamanias that are just the shit because of the music choices, honestly. Um, but I would say in terms of songs that I haven't used yet, Free Battle with the Four Fiends from Final Fantasy Four. Nice, Brandy. You got it. Uh, any particular game? Because uh, I know you haven't seen too many Botchmanes, but any particular uh, game music you you like that you wonder if as a if he's if Matthew has ever used? To be honest, I really don't know a lot about game music in general. <laughs> There's not. <laughs> Not uh, any game you've ever really enjoyed that you just thought, like, wow, damn, this music is awesome. Randy does not play a lot of games. Uh, I mean, to be honest, probably my favorite game soundtrack is just from the original Mario Brothers. Well, that's just a classic right there. Yeah, it's true. Timeless. Oh, definitely. Randy's still stuck on Spelunka. Spelunka? I, I think that one even went over my head. Yeah. Congratulations, you've stumped both of us now. Great. It's 2am. Uh, yeah, uh, there's a whole bunch of songs. I also want to have a time to use the entire Smackdown Mall from No Mercy, but it's five minutes long, so it's, yeah. Oh, God. It's pretty much just... Diggity-dog. Break it. 
Sarko. There's <sighs> Gugan. Yeah, so many different... That's one of the things about Botchmania. One, the wrestling mess-ups will never end. There will always be TV every week and more botches every week. And two, the amount of video game music is staggering. After over 200 videos, I still have a playlist that grows. And as I said, it's nearly 700 songs long. The two main aspects of Botchmania... We will run out of oil in the world before we will run out of Botchmania materials. And uh, I guess one last uh, question I was thinking of is uh, uh, how, you know, for around, around Botchmania 100, you were doing the, that was really when the, the UMO, United Matthew Order thing was starting to... That was a good time. Yeah. Uh, did you, what what brought along using the uh, James Bond GoldenEye villains? It, it, the... Actual idea was going to be like have swerves in films um, with the, the sound code of Mike Tenay and Tony Schiavone saying it's the ultimate swerve. Like the ending of Reservoir Dogs was going to be used, um, and I just ed- tried to edit it and it didn't work at all. Like if you hadn't seen Reservoir Dogs, um, and you can't assume that everybody's seen everything I'm referencing, um, which is another thing I've learned over the years, it, it didn't work at all. It was just like it was more. It, you know, trying to make something funny out of the end of Reservoir Dogs. It, it, yeah. It's like a guy crying his eyes out and bleeding to death and having to shoot his friend. And blah, blah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Lots, lots of humour there. So the other one I had in mind was Goldeneye, and I just did that one and put the NWO theme over it just because it seemed like a good idea. Because these are things, it's like when you ask, you know, what, what inspired you to do this? And you go, fuck knows where inspiration comes from. It just, you know... That wish... And it was re- a really good run of endings uh, for some time. And people ask still, can you come up with more UMO endings? And holy shit, I think I'm very glad that I got that many different endings for GoldenEye and wrestling that I did because, you know, just, I'm just, you know, you can't force a good idea. Sometimes it will come, sometimes it won't. You know, think of another GoldenEye. No. <laughs> if, I, if, I, if I come up with one, I will use one. But you can't force it. Uh, otherwise it's just shit and you know I'd rather not have something than make a shit version of it but yeah that, that people love that and then that inspired the t-shirt which people bought um, put money in my pocket which was nice uh, yeah uh, must be nice. one one day we hope to have a t-shirt the type that have hashtag heel t-shirts nowadays yeah, yeah WWE might go hey have like I'm Randy for Joe T-shirt. <laughs> that really kind of, that's it. Picture of Pinocchio. I see, I see what you did there. Randy didn't. All right. He couldn't, he couldn't see over the small fence in front of him. All right, man. But it is uh, a little after two in the morning there for you, so I think we'll let you go so you can get some sleep, and that way. Oh, uh, I'm all warmed up now. I can answer like one more question if you want, or if you're done, it's cool. I honestly, I think you've answered everything for me. I can't honestly think of anything else. Ah, oh, fair enough. Randy, closing thoughts? <laughs> Any particular uh, segment that's happened recently, Randy, that you hope to see in a future Batramania? Randy's response is, what's a Batramania? Speak Sin- up a little bit, you're, uh, you're quiet said, again. said, more Sinkara. The fucker hasn't botched yet. Yeah, I know, it's crazy! My theory is... All right, about Sinkara. 
My theory is now they've that is not Mystico under there. There's some other luchador that they figured out who can actually work better. Maybe they didn't release Benicio Salazar from FCW. Maybe that's Sincara now. I believe it. Until he fucks up. Obviously, he's not on pay-per-view yet. Oh, no, shit, he was. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Where he beat, of course, beat the much more talented Hudico. Yeah. Or was it Camacho? Depends depends if you ask Lillian Garcia or not. That's true. So, any... You were talking about video game music, and you seem to have a lot of passion for it. Are there any tracks you're wanting to hear in a Botchmania that you haven't necessarily have heard before? Oh, um... I was, just, I was not expecting you to ask a question, but okay. Uh, I'll bite. I'll play your game, Matthew. <laughs> I'll play your game, you rogue. I always end up interviewing people when I'm on, I'm interviewed for these things. It's great. They never notice. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, uh, I, I am a huge fan of the game Shenmue for uh, Sega Dreamcast. Oh, okay. I would love to hear some Shenmue music. Shenmue, I, I'll write that down. I would Is there anything that's appropriate for it? I don't really re- remember it. Um, it's a it was a you know very Japanese themed game. It used a lot of, but it also used a lot of smooth jazz. Uh, okay. Or actually, they did do this um one thing that was supposed to be like this instrumental kind of a, a hip hop, uh, song. Actually, the song itself was called Hip D Hop. Uh, and it was really bad. Like, the only lyrics were, I gotta get up, uh, 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 to the funky rhythm, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Thank you, I'll bear that in mind. <laughs> and then, of course, you know, any Japanese music would be great for it. Just any of the Japanese-sounding music would probably work perfectly for any, you know, if you had anything from Dragon Gate or any other, uh, like, All Japan, New Japan, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, they're good people. They don't often botch, and if they do, it's great because the action is like, ah, oh, da da da. And it's like the women in the crowd are going, oh, oh, oh. And then you set the Japanese table in the corner. <laughs> Love that sound quote. Cool. I always thought that was a crap idea because, you know, currently I don't see many people in real life to talk about the videos. And so I stopped using, I think I'd, I'd use the Japanese, there was a time when the table broke and I didn't use the audio. Um, and then people, everyone was saying, where's, where's the audio? I love, I love the, the laugh. I'm like, oh, really? So I thought it was one of the, the lesser memes or ongoing segments, but you know, people love the fuck, just a table laughing. Why would a table Great. laugh? I don't know, it's a goddamn table. Yeah, in the original, the Sabotia Mania 4, um, I put, uh, like, the Japanese table, you know, some some silly story to begin with. I forget what it was about. Um, but I put the the katakana for bastard table, um, which apparently the, the Japanese person read it and said, "Oh, you know, the the, the table does not have a father." <laughs> like, yes, that's, that's exactly what it is. Tables yeah. don't have fathers. Don't you know that? Yeah, this one does. He's Japanese. <laughs> He's hip the hop or whatever the fuck you said. But, um, yeah, I think, uh, like I said, uh, unless you have any other questions for us, <laughs> unless, you, unless you want to turn the table and start interviewing us here. Where would I hear this damn fine podcast when it is finished, sir? Well, Randy, where, where do we listen? Where can people download this fine podcast? Yeah, yeah, probably Randy. Wake up. 
Ah, yes, there are a couple of different options. Uh, you can, of course, find us on iTunes. Uh, hashtag Heal Podcast is part of the Geek World Order Media Network, so you can download the episodes at geekworldordersite.com when the episode is available. And, of course, always uh, Twitter and Facebook. Yes, uh, follow us on Twitter at hashtag HealCast. And, of course, just look us up on Facebook and uh, like us there. And, uh, of course, we always we, – we have been following you on Twitter, Matthew. Always you follow uh, Botchamania. You always have great insight as to what's currently going on in wrestling. I don't. I only, have, I only pay attention to stuff that interests me. <laughs> if there are other people that follow me and go, oh, that's interesting, then we're all doomed. Well – to be fair, I think we, I, I tend to have, I think we, my views on wrestling, I think, tend to match yours, I think, a little bit. Although, I, although I'm, although I, I might be a little harsher on TNA than you. That's true, I'm, I'm enjoying the fuck out of TNA at the minute, and it's, I tell people that, and every single person gives me the, huh, entertaining TNA, huh, huh, like, like, uh, uh, no. Yeah, Joe. I don't think anyone badmouth gives TNA a hard, as much of a hard time as you do. And no, Spoonie does. Spoonie's worse. Well, but they, so, they do really do have some great stuff going on. I mean, come on, Austin Aries. Just the yep. stuff they've been doing with Austin has been incredible. Yep. In, Randy Randy comes out right at the end. Right at the end of the race, he comes out. It's a it's a photo finish, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, Randy is right. Austin Aries is a highlight. Bully Ray is a highlight. Bobby I Root will highlight. as much, you know, as harsh as I can be about TNA, I will definitely give Bully Ray. Honestly, I find this has been the most entertained I've been by Bubba Ray Dudley in his entire career. Absolutely. I didn't think that was in possible. His best thing in TNA, definitely. But um, I'd say, other than the stuff in ECW, when you was even better on the mic um, than he is now. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, uh, TNA is doing wrestling better than WWE nowadays. It, it really is. Now if they can only you know master the storyline part. <laughs> well, they're not doing too bad a job in that aspect. Um, the TNA, the AJ Styles, Dixie Carter thing is actually resulting in, uh, you know, AJ Styles, Kurt Angle, Daniels, Kazarian matches. And seems to be going someplace, and it's not overshadowing the art. It's not like in the good old days where AJ Styles was then married Dixie Carter accidentally in a wedding. Fuck, I'm oh. Robbie oh. E is good. Robbie T is good. Devon is over. Um, I will hand it to TNA. Have, like, I will. Gi- I will give thumbs up to it. any organization that gives Rob Van Dam a continuing career. Uh, well. I because I'll say Rob Van Dam is probably one of my all-time favorite wrestlers. Like he's definitely up there in my top five. Always been an RV, big RV uh, fan. Rob Van doesn't give a damn anymore. Um, but yeah, you're hey. right. If he's if putting a, he's putting of a yeah, people love him. You are yeah. right. I don't say you know they have to push him and make him the world champion. I'm just you know I I just enjoy seeing him on TV again. Yeah, that's not happening again. If they do that, it's a sign like all right, cool, party's over. Teenage back to being what it was. But yeah, at the time being, look, I'll give credit where credit is due, you know. Um, I'm a glass half full type of person. If something's good like this, I'll, I'll say it's good. Or, and again, 
not good or bad if it entertains me. That's my qualifications as being a wrestling journalist or author or whatever the fuck. No. TNA, good. Good TNA. Me like TNA. It's 2.20 a.m. Yeah, cool TNA. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, can't really, I can't personally think of anything else because, like I said, you, you drained my questions. <laughs> Is that a euphemism? I would end God, with, I hope not. <laughs> uh, a Top Gear style reference, you know, it's like the TNA is a Skoda. Years after, like, having a Skoda was, like, a fucking joke. And then Skoda revamped itself and it's no longer considered, you know, it's not a bad thing anymore. But for a while it was like, oh, Skoda. <laughs> the fact they would even reference the attitude people have towards their product in the adverts. When people would go, wait, that's a good car, but it's a Skoda, and so on and so forth. TNA is that. Well, hopefully, it's just, get, it's just waiting for it. They have to keep on doing it because it's only been a few months since they started this um, turnaround. If they keep on doing it, then people will come around. I and will say that I did actually watch the Slammiversary pay per view, and that was the first TNA pay per view I'd seen since um, the Hardcore Justice pay per view from a couple years ago when they did the ECW yeah. reunion. Yeah. Which I liked. Um, yeah, that, 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 that was Spoonie feud. That never was. Um, yeah, because people like Spoonie would go, huh, huh, Tune's so silly, why is it doing this? And would advertise it as being an ECW reunion event, and then people like Spoonie would then complain about the people being old, to which I would say, you're a fucking idiot. It's like, well, yeah, yeah it's kind of like, what were you expecting? Yeah, I bought an ECW reunion event, and I... I was pissed off that the people were old. It's like, ah, oh, I fucking hate you. Um, yeah, but I love him and hate him. All right. He's like, but, uh, he's like, he's like, he's like a Kinder egg with no prize in the middle. No, pr- that was fuck. That was deep. Anyway, I'm running out of things to say, and it sounds like Randy needs to get his uh, batteries charged. So, yeah, yeah. been an um, absolute pleasure. Yeah, I, I've been, you know, I've enjoyed having you on. As silent as Randy's been, I'm sure he's enjoyed. It's been fun. Uh, yeah. But um, feel child. free to come on anytime, Matthew. We would love to have you back. Yes. If it's a much better time, then yes, I would love to. Um, just ask and you shall receive. Excellent. And, uh, you know, hopefully we will uh, see you on again sometime. Fingers crossed. And uh, until the next episode of Hashtag Heal, I am Joe Convoy. Along with Randy. Yep. And for our special yep. guest, Matthew of Botchamania. See you, see you later, everyone. Botchamania.com. Botchamania.com. I've been in the danger zone. He got a bad Minus five stars. Yeah, Mongo. Huh? Yeah, my five. We got for you. Jeff Harvey. How much is this guy worth? Ha, ha, ha. Play. Play 21. Fuck you.